0: Good morning. morning. Thank you for coming and sitting. Can you see, Ian? Unfortunately, the straight line to the altars again appeared, so I have to play ping-pong now. How many of you um, have not, um, you don't have much of a meditation practice? Could you raise your hand? (laughs) I I don't seem to be able to breathe well today I have asthma and I don't have asthma I am asthma (laughs) so I used a puffer this morning, and, and I used the emergency puffer. And the emergency puffer is basically speed. <laughs> so, I'm shaking. Um, but, you know, everybody has something. It could be asthma for somebody. It could be You know, a mother who's absent could be a father who's alcoholic, he could be gay in a place where gay people are not. Accepted, it can be of a different color. Everybody has something to deal with. Somebody told me the other day that whatever we did as children to survive or particular situation that helped us as children, kills us as adults. There's something really true to that. Because whatever package we've inherited, really, as children, we need to unpack and untangle as adults. And everybody has a package. It's true, huh? (laughs) And nobody tells us what to do with it, you know? We're told lots of things, you know? We're told how to shop, what to shop for, what to look like, how to look that way, what's acceptable, what isn't acceptable. But we're never told how to unpackage, how to untangle our particular tangle, which everybody has, but nobody talks about. Yesterday was November twenty second. Is that right? Oh, good. And um, 50, fifty years ago, November twenty second, um, John F. Kennedy uh, was assassinated, was killed. And he you know however you feel feel about his presidency, he did offer the country real leadership and real hope and it was very very um, uh, it was kind of ripped away in a in a way that at that time was we, we weren't used to that kind of violence. And then in sixty eight, two other people who were offering that kind of hope and leadership were also assassinated. Robert Kennedy and Martin Luther King, Jr. He died at 36. And between those two things, our country went through spasms of change. And by 68, we were used to violence in a way that we weren't before. I was 19, I guess, I think that's right. And Kennedy was killed. And, well, let's see, 24, when Martin Luther King was killed. And the only way I could think of to respond to the kind of violence that was happening around me was to sit down and look at the violence that was within me. It's hard for me to remember now the self-loathing and fury that was me. So I felt the best way to figure out how to live in this world was to stop and sit down. And so I did. I found places that offered a safe environment with other people who had also decided to stop and sit down and look inside first, to figure out a way to respond to what was in here being mirrored by what was out there. You know, what I <laughs> what I want to talk about today is uh, the retreat that's going to happen here in a week and a half. Oh my. In a week and a half, it's a five-day retreat. And I wanted to encourage people to come and sit and do that kind of long sitting, but I don't know how to get into my talk. What I want to say is, is that I think it's... I think the deepest part of ourselves wants to stop and sit down. Needs to stop and sit down. When I was young, uh, before I found uh, other people to do this with, I used to go by myself to um, what what is called vision quest. as most many of you know, I used to have a boyfriend who was Native American. so. He would take me on sweat lodges and things like that, which, actually, I found horrific. (laughs) Impossible for me to do. I think I'm a little bit claustrophobic, is why. Have you ever been in a sweat lodge? It's intense. It's really intense. But I would go on vision quests and um, it's, it's like, it's human, it's not like special to Buddhists only, to stop and sit down. Many cultures in the world, people do this. In, uh, for Native American, when you go on a vision quest, you often come back with a song. Your personal song. And you sing that song to the community when you come back. And it's your particular unique song. Nobody else has that song. And whenever you have difficulty or joy, something. You sing that song, and sometimes the community sings you that song to remind you who you are, in case you forget. And at the end of your life, after you die, the community sings that song. for the last time. That song will never be sung again. Because that unique human being is gone. So, it's Necessary to sit down and discover who we are as each unique human being. To really discover our twisted, tangled package. To untangle that package. To love that package. To release that package. And find something deeper. More authentic. Your personal song. Fully blossomed and heard and sung. To add your particular rhythm, beat, melody. to the song of the universe. I have no idea. None. Oh, retreat, I'm supposed to talk about retreat. Okay. What time is it? by my watch <laughs> So um That's so important necessary Gift yourself to give yourself the gift of stopping, so you can look to see, to look at the exhausting, chattering mind, to look at the stories that you needed to develop as a child to survive whatever you're situation was. So, in a week and a half, we offer this retreat opportunity where we send our last email, tell everybody we're not available for a week, for five days. Buy our last bit of chocolate. tie up what we can at work, die to the usual world, die to the dream world, and enter a space of silence. Silence is the container we offer with each other. Each one of us making the retreat. We offer silence. So we can sit down and look. Oh, look at that. Yes, I see now. I'm going to read this to you. No, I don't feel like it. Oh, I wrote there's such good things here. But I don't feel like it. I kind of want to know who you are, why you're here, what you want, what you need to support your own journey. I encourage you, those of you who can take off three days from work. Didn't I just have a Kleenex here? Oh, there it is. To let the mind rest in this silence, its own deepest nature is healing, f- deeply, fundamentally healing. I don't exactly understand it, but it's true. When the mind remembers its own nature. This is liberating. To let the mind be intimate with its delusion is compassionate. This is retreat. It's not easy. Sometimes I wonder why we even sign up. It isn't easy. Effort needs to be made. Sometimes we don't want to be with our tangled package. Often the tangled package tries to convince you not to do it. It doesn't want to be seen. But whether you know it or not, No time during retreat is wasted. None. Whether we know it or not, the body begins to release tension. Whether we know it or not, the heart, creaky though it may be, begins to open. whether we know it or not, the mind is touching its own mirror, its own reflection, its own truth. And when we leave retreat, we take with us, whether we know it or not, that different kind of sensitivity out into the world. And the world needs, as much as we need, the world needs people who are touching their own suffering and with compassion. The, 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 compassion is nurtured by having us be intimate with our own suffering. The world needs people who can set aside the chattering mind, who are not violent inside, who have developed some peace inside to have let go of a struggle, to have surrendered to the moment and are not reactive. So that there's some sanity in relating to a world that is its
1: own kind of
0: Mess. It's a little messy out there. People think that people laugh all the time. They think that what we do in retreat is like um, not reality. (laughs) They think it's not reality. No. Stopping and looking and being instead of doing. This is reality. And what we hear and see people take for truth is a dream. I had such good things to say. Some other time. Oh, wait, let's see, what do we have here? Something. Something about sitting meditation. Equanimity. A lot of words. Lots of words. Wordsy, wordsy, wordsy. Oh, I have a poem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> When I have... Um, I don't maybe, maybe too much dairy. Maybe that's it. <laughs> maybe that's it. Too much dairy. Time's it now. <laughs> you want to have a quote? Here's a quote. I guess I have to take questions because I had too much time. <laughs> um, ah, no quotes, okay. Never mind. But I do like this poem. So um, I'm trying to remind you. To, I'm trying to encourage you, who are interested and are able to take some time off work, make it a priority, and sign up for retreat. I think today is the last day. I think tomorrow is the last day. There is no better time or place to give yourself the gift of yourself. It takes effort. I said that already. Right Often, it is not fun. Sometimes you wonder why you signed up. That's not very encouraging, is it? (laughs) (laughs) But whether you know it or not, there's a deep recognition happening. The heart is opening. You're being deeply nurtured. I know for myself. I don't know if it's true for you, but when I can and I have time off, I go on retreat instead of what they call vacation. Because whenever I go on vacation, I come back tired. Because I'm doing this and doing. I'm supposed to be having fun, and you know it's always very something. Even, even I don't even anyway. I go on retreat, and that's that is for me a vacation. I mean, excuse me for saying it that way, because for sometimes it's not it doesn't feel like a vacation, but by the end, it does. So here's the poem. Oh, wait a minute! First, I say. It is like dropping a stone in a lake. The ripples move out over the world with no end. You know, you you understand what I mean? Like when you, what I was just saying, that you don't really know after you do retreat, because everybody affects everything all the time. You don't know when you do retreat how much the effect of your doing that retreat ripples out in relationships, at work, and just picking some paper, plastic up off the street, ripples out and out and out. We are the earth we stand on. We are the person we are relating with. We are both totally alone and everything at once. What we do has an effect. Who we are is more important than we will ever know. Here's the poem. It's Rilke. I live my life in growing orbits that move out over the world. Perhaps I can never achieve the last, but that will be my attempt. I am circling around God, around the ancient tower, and I have been circling for a thousand years, and I still don't know if I am a falcon, or a storm, or a great song." So, that is my talk. So I guess I can use this some other time. (laughs) So, how about like two questions? No? Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> what? Earlier um, in the beginning of the session, you said, um, I have asthma, and, have right. and you corrected yourself and said, I am asthma. Right. Can you explain that just a little bit more but... Yeah. Well, um, that's a really good question. Can you repeat it? Yeah. The question was, at the beginning of my talk, I said, I have asthma. Then I corrected myself. or anyway, I changed what I said. And I said, I am asthma. Right? So, if I say, I have asthma, then there's some separate, it seems like there's a me and asthma somehow separate from me. That's not actually the case. It would be nice if it were. (laughs) But it isn't. This is asthma. So I am asthma. Say again? Other than right now, asthma. Yes, that's the definition of me at the moment. You're not a beginner at all.
1: When, once I thought about the question, I realized that I kind of had learned that already. So but I just wanted to make sure it was like, connected to what I already learned.
0: Well, you're right. So are you going to come and you're going to sit with us? I <laughs> <laughs> was retreat, I realized how, how crazy
1: my mind actually is just sitting here like how many
0: thoughts
1: I don't I think I'm a little more aged ADHD than I thought I was in my mind. <laughs> so some more
0: time. You know, all the research is that ADHD meditation is really very good for ADHD. <laughs> that would be the better, easier, less
1: medicated way I
0: <laughs> Totally true. Absolutely, totally true. Yeah. I used to teach high school and one of the things we were trying to do is get the kids off of that kind of medication and have them sit more. Focus, right? It's just practicing focusing. Okay. Good.
1: Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, could you say that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, You said going back to the asthma thing. It's a big deal, is the asthma thing. You said,
1: I am asthma. Yeah. Is it also true for you to say, and yet I'm not asthma? Yeah.
0: But Right, but let me say, though, that the part that says, and yet I am not asthma, is the part that would say, I am not anything, otherwise I, I am asthma. See, in the form world, I'm totally asthma, Right, but ultimately I'm not asthma. And, and the truth is both of those.